Welcome back to The Trench with Armand and Kareem. I'm Armand. And I am Kareem. We have a special guest here. And today we're here with Sophia Lisk, who has an amazing food account at Sophiatic. Don't worry, we'll add you on all our uh, social media so you guys can follow her amazing food account. And do you want to introduce yourself, Sophia? Hi, guys. I'm Sophia, and my food account is Soph the Food Addict. I don't know if Armand said the whole whole. <laughs> The whole username, but that's what it is. I have a solid 19 followers right now, but everyone go follow it. Yeah, we definitely got a better uh, mic set up this time, so I'm sure you guys noticed. Yeah, at our school, we got, um, I'm going to call him Mr. HP. Thank you. Shout out HP for helping us set up, and we're using Pro Tools. We're recording with three mics in this in this podcast room. It's really, it's really nice. Really it's a like very it. fancy area. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed. It definitely, I did not know that this place existed in my yeah. school. <laughs> Neither, well, I did, but I didn't think that, I don't know, I didn't think you would let us use it. Let's yeah, get into, uh, let's, let's get into, into, let's get into <laughs> it before we get off topic again. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's so today it. we will be talking about the intricacies of food. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite topics to talk about. I could talk about food, honestly, probably the whole day. Well, today you will be, you will be, you will be, you will be. <laughs> All right, Sophia, I know I've seen some of your posts are truly bomb. I've seen some of the pictures of food and things like that. It looks really, really good, to say the least. Um, but I really wanted to know, what's like sort of like the background of your food account? Like, what's the story of your food account, really? So that's actually a really funny story. Basically, one day my dad was like, he was like asking everyone in my family, like, what's your favorite food? Or like, what's the best food you've ever had? And I was like, hmm. I was, like, thinking about it. I was, like, thinking about all the places in Raleigh. And I was, like, that's a really good question because I just, like, can't remember it. Like, I know I've had some, like, pretty good food, but I just, like, couldn't remember anything. And I was just, like, trying to go back. So then I was, like, okay, I'm going to make a journal. Like, everywhere that I go that I have, like, a good meal or, like, something that's, like, really good, I'm going to write it down in this little, like, notebook, and I'm going to remember it. And then I was like, oh, but shoot, I really want pictures, too. So I would just take pictures, and they would be, like, in my camera roll and, like, just, like, randomly in there. But then um, I was like, okay, what if I just make an Instagram so I can, like, write what I had, have pictures of it all? And so it just kind of came together. And I wasn't really doing it to, like, get followers. I was just doing it for myself, like, as a journal for myself to document everything I've had. And mm-hmm. then some of my friends, like, saw it on their recommended, like, Instagram <laughs> thing, and they were like, whoa, what's this? They're like, this looks really good. And I was like, wow, thanks. So then I just started making more posts and people started following me. I mean, solid, <laughs> almost 20. But um, but yeah, it's just basically showing people all these different cuisines and different ethnic foods that I just thought were really cool and just like local places in Raleigh that people might not know about. So that was basically the goal. The goal was for myself to document it, but now more yeah. people are seeing it, and it's kind of cool. Yes, yeah, it's, it's turned into something bigger, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I think you mentioned Raleigh. What are some of your uh, favorite places to go here in Raleigh? Okay, so my favorite place right now is Gonza. I don't know if you guys have been there. Gonza's Tacos and Tequila. Huh. But it's they have two locations. One's like by NC State's campus, and then one's in North Raleigh and they just have like the best best like authentic Mexican food and it's just they have carnitas tacos that are amazing like the tacos de camarón which are so good um they have churros at one of the locations Mm. and um 
Give me just hunger. like the the <laughs> owner is just such a nice guy too. Like every time I go in there, he like remembers my name because his daughter's named Sophia too. Mm. So he's always like, "Oh, hi, Sophia," and sometimes he'll give me free churros, which is always a plus. But yeah, I I frequent there probably quite a bit. <laughs> So I highly recommend. There's two locations, so wherever you live closer to, try it out. I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I definitely, um, I would definitely say the same as in, like, I think smaller, tight-knit restaurant communities and different food places are much nicer to go to. to to. You get, like, a better experience. Like, you won't get the same experience as you do at Gonza's than um, you'll get at, like, McDonald's or, like, Taco Bell just because of, like, that homey feel. And it really feels like the person who is making your food, the people who you're connecting with over the counter are like your friends, your family, people you actually know rather than just some worker, some employee. It helps build a relationship. And I really like I like that about small places um, or like small town places or like local places as well. Building relationships is a big I don't know. It's a big thing for me when I want to go somewhere. I want to go when I feel comfortable and I want to go and feel like it's like at home. Like that's the best. Part of like going to any local food here, and and we live in a relatively big city, city, but I think there's a lot of like small, tight knit places where you can go where you can get a really good meal for relatively cheap, and well not always relatively cheap, but you can get a good meal and like have a homey vibe and feel like you're giving back to the community rather than giving to a big McDonald's or you know what I mean like mm-hmm. we all love McDonald's is fine and I go there a lot <laughs> for school obviously because it's right it's right there but. Like, I like personally I like El Taco Market, you know, more than I like McDonald's. You know what I mean? It, just because of like, not even just the food is good. It's just like the also the the energy and just the. It's very more. It's like a lot more comfortable. That's just one. Uh, yeah. One reason, yes. One reason, one reason. And shifting onto like a different um, food category, mm-hmm. like coffee shops. I had such a hard time like finding like a good one that I could like frequent, where they would make like my drink like consistent every time if that makes sense mm-hmm. and there's this one called it was called mods and now it's called no raw it's supposed to stand for like north raleigh oh yeah mm-hmm. actually but do actually know. one of our friends from school works there yeah so it's I really know. cool yeah. but um my go-to drink there is the killer bee it is a iced latte with coconut milk dark chocolate cinnamon cayenne pepper and honey and it sounds like kind of disgusting but it's amazing Cayenne so pepper good. and honey. That... And they have like they have like twenty different flavors of like fresh baked muffins there, and just like all these like bakery items that are so good. And it's just like a homey vibe. Like they have books everywhere. Like you can study. Like literally online school. I would go there and just like sit there for the whole day and do my classes like in a little corner there. I love that. And they would be like, "Oh, do you want another muffin?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want another muffin." <laughs> But um, also another place is Sola. I don't know if you guys have heard of that either. They have like acai bowls, smoothies. It's also a local place. Um, It's actually in the same shopping center as Gonza's. So whole food powerhouse there. But um, highly recommend there as well. I'm looking at the pictures of of Sola. This looks, looks really, really nice. I like the logo too. I like the natural. I like that a lot. They have like a whole mural on the side of the restaurant that says like "Welcome to Raleigh" or something like that. Ooh. So it's really cool. It's nice. It's nice. And looking at Nora right now, trying to pull up pictures because I honestly have not been. But you're the way you're having it up. I'm about to go. Like it looks so <laughs> nice. And it, I'm seeing those chairs and 
And pictures of all this food that I'm talking about is on my Instagram, so you can go look at it yourself. Follow, follow, follow everybody. Please, please, please. This looks really, really good. Oh, my God. Um, I know you talked about somewhat of, like, why you made the Instagram account. You were just like, I want to keep track when I'm making Instagram. But, like, do you have an inspiration of, like, is there a person you, who's, like, your go-to for it, like, where you, you like, grab to? You're like, oh, my God, I see them making this food account. Well, I'm making, having a food Instagram account, so I try to, like, not emulate, but, like, inspiration. Get inspiration. Um, I've seen a few on Instagram. I don't have, like, a pinpoint person, but just, like, honestly, being on TikTok a bunch, I've seen so many people, like, document their what they eat in a day or, like, these restaurants you should try out. Or there's this girl recently called Emily Mariko. I know exactly who you're talking about. Everyone probably knows who I'm talking about, but yeah. she just, like, makes food looks so aesthetic and she just like makes all these like really cool dishes like the salmon rice people have probably seen but just like that whole tiktok culture mm-hmm. like also inspired me i wouldn't say like a certain person but just seeing that on my for you page i was like wow this looks like something that'd be fun i think emily like revolution for me like just seeing i saw a video of her with some rice and just some vegetables and it was like such a simple video but she made it look so appetizing and I can't even eat seafood, but I was like, this looks so good. Like, I'm, I want to go make this, even though I literally can't. And I, like, love, I don't know. I, like, I, I, I don't necessarily love her, but I love her videos. And I think, and I've only seen, like, three or four, but they're, like, that's a big thing with TikTok that I like a lot is that it's, like, it can, it, it can honestly, like, you can do something simple as just making your, your, your lunch, and it can, like, make you famous. Yeah, I and, think um, just TikTok in general just exposes you to a lot of different ideas and different, just like these small little videos you see mm-hmm. are like, can really make or break your day to mm-hmm. be honest, even though they're just, they seem so simple, right? If you remember those tacos, I forgot exactly what the tacos are called, but they like blew up on TikTok and they started going, and you saw everybody going to get them and everybody making versions of them. And I thought that was like, that's a really cool thing that can happen is that if you just see something, it can like become a trend. Similar to, not exactly like the dances, but like you can see people like they had the the whipped coffee, if you remember that. that oh, was cool. yeah. That yeah, was like all that. over quarantine. Everybody was making that. Like that was during like the, like, the Tiger King. You remember that? That was, that was a fun time. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah like, oh, Tiger. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. And with the, I don't know. I just, that's a lot of memories right there. But um, um, yeah, also, um, I think I remember seeing it on like the Duke basketball Instagram of like some of their players visiting like a food truck in um in durham i think it was like a i'm not exactly sure what the exact name is but i believe it was like a black owned business about mm, um yeah. like these support uh, black owned businesses by the way sorry to interrupt but make sure you support your black owned business <laughs> yeah definitely but um there's all yeah it was just these like basketball players going to like support these businesses which i thought was really interesting and also the food that they made looks so good mm-hmm. like i wish i lived closer to durham because yeah. i would go faster there's this place in durham called like they like sell shrimp and pasta and it's like super famous Ooh. i've never actually been but it looks amazing that might be what you're talking yeah, about. yeah wait is it um is it a food truck or is it like a is it i think like it's a they have a food truck and a building Ooh. but i'm not yeah exactly that actually sure might be, it seems familiar like shrimp and pasta that seems familiar And also, just going off, like, the whole social media thing, whenever I, like, travel to a new place, I always go on TikTok and I look up, like, best restaurants in blank. And then I always see, like, people reviewing them or people are like, you need to try this. And then I go and I love it. And it's, like, word of mouth without actually having to, like, personally know the person. And you don't have to have been to the city before to, like, get a good place to eat. You don't have to go on Google, like, top places to eat in 
Miami or whatever. Miami. <laughs> That's well, actually what I wanted to talk about, though. Uh, um, I recently went to Miami, and I uh, was there in March also to tour colleges. And the food scene down there is just amazing. I love the food down there. Especially there's this place called Jaguar that I ate at. And it was like, um, I had this dish called arroz con mariscos alamacho, which is on, on the Instagram. Instagram. I saw the one it on was Instagram. probably the best meal I've ever had. That is not an <laughs> understatement. I am like, I was taken aback. And I had <laughs> taken like, aback. I was taken aback. It was like the spices, just the atmosphere. Oh my gosh. Amazing. So if you guys are ever in Miami, check that out. I'll definitely. be there next week. What do you mean? And then there's also I this, um, <laughs> there's this breakfast place called Le Pan Quotidian. I don't know how to say it. It's like French, but it's a chain down there, but it's just so like, they have like multiple stories in their restaurants and they just have like avocado toast, like all these like fresh baked like breads that they like wake up at 5 a.m. to like get in there and bake. It's like just so amazing. Mm-hmm. I could, I would live there You're if I had there. the opportunity. <laughs> so Sophia, I know you've been talking about like food that you've experienced at other restaurants, um, mm-hmm. but do you ever like make your own food, try out any recipes or? Yes, so my family is actually, my dad actually just recently turned vegan. So Interesting. I've Interesting, oh, wow. <laughs> he, it's actually a dramatic change because he used to eat like a ton of red meat. He used to be like mm. pro steak. Like pro let's, steak. Let's, <laughs> let's grill some steaks in the backyard, have a beer. But now, <laughs> now, he's, now he's like, oh, like tofu, almond milk. Like it's kind of a dramatic change, but mm. um, we've been experimenting with a lot of vegan recipes and my brother is also gluten-free. So we've been trying out like pancakes that, taste like they would be bisquick but they're actually vegan gluten-free and we've like had some pretty good trial runs like recently i made some apple cinnamon pancakes that were they're actually pretty good Mm, sounds really good and then as well as being good they're also healthy so that's a bonus yeah my um my dad didn't completely turn vegan or anything but um for our protein powder he recently started getting vegan protein powder which is interesting because i it does not taste as good as an other protein powder <laughs> but i mean it's vegan so yeah. Uh, yeah i've had my mom uh she's gone through like different types of like where we where we eat really really healthy so my mom will start making vegetables and she'll she like she like started like she like start grilling different stuff and like and it'll be like it'll be pretty good like my, my i'm trying to think oh wait i think it was eggplant i think she used eggplant and like replaced and she like make a, made a burger with it and it was like so good and i was like we could have this all the time because usually when we have something vegetarian, it's like, I don't want to use the word mid, but it was like mid. It's like usually mid. So I'm, mid. Like, I'm like, I don't know. But it was really good. And I'm like, it for me, like a lot of things, and I think a lot of a lot of reason a lot of people don't eat healthy is like it doesn't, doesn't taste good. But also, I feel like also it costs more to eat healthy, which is a one big thing that I kind of. Yeah, I actually, yes. um, so for my, I wrote a paper for my junior year about, I think I talked about on our last um, podcast, but uh, I talked about how. My paper was about like how teenagers make like choices, mm-hmm. but specifically it was about food choice. And so I did a lot of a lot of background research on, like, um, maybe a lot of like how low income families select their food compared to high income families, mm-hmm. and a lot of research uh, talks about well first how in low income areas there's more unhealthy food areas like they don't have access to those types of resources because it takes it costs a lot of money and 
frankly, these um, high-end, uh, like, different, like, stores, they don't want to come to those areas because they feel like those people might not invest in their food because it is so expensive, right? It's It costs a lot more to be healthy than it is to be unhealthy. That's why it's a lot easier to go to McDonald's, get, like, a, get a McChicken for $1 than actually take the time to actually, like, research recipes, look into what type of, like, vegetables, what type of healthy food, look at the macros, micronutrients, and make a nutritious meal for yourself, for your family, for your kids. Yeah, it's just easier to um, take the cheaper route. And a big thing that a lot of companies do is they market their foods as, like, healthy, but they'll still contain a lot of, like, like, they'll have, like, sugar substitutes and, like, a sugar-free stuff, like... Yeah, actually... Yes, that's, like, a... Sorry, I almost cut you off. But. Just, so uh, what I was going to say, so I used to think the same way. I eat sugar-free stuff right now. Mm-hmm. But so my uncle, he was literally just here a few days ago. He was, um, he told me, I, I was under the impression that sugar-free isn't that good for you. It's better than added sugar, but I still don't think it's good for you. But um, my uncle told me how sugar-free substitutes like sugar alcohol, I think it's like erythritol. I'm not exactly sure. Um, there's like different types of sugar-free substitutes, but they're actually not bad for you. They're actually good for you rather than bad for you. Like, I know they help with your teeth. I think they're processed um, the same way as like fruit sugar is processed. Ooh, yeah. So it's not necessarily bad for you, mm-hmm. but um, of course it's not like the worst thing in the world to have added sugar every now and then. Yeah. And I also never talking about for sugar-free stuff. I just mean like like high food towards corn syrup. I know that's like one of the oh, worst yeah, things. Yeah. And they Those used to are, market that yeah. like. Um, this is healthy and like you should and like it'll be like sugar free and it'll like have fructose corn syrup in there and like that would like get you like it's good obviously like (laughs) we all love sugar you know what I mean but like it would ooh you know and I don't know a a big I like eating healthy but also it is really easy to just go back and be like as you said, get a McChicken. Go get a uh, quarter powder. Go, especially it's because it's, it's convenient. Like going to the gr- going to the grocery it, store is and picking out fruits and vegetables takes up more time than just going in the drive-through. Boom, get the food. And they also they do market it for more low-income people. Like it's easy. They 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 there's you don't see McDonald's in in a lot of like the for example North Raleigh. You don't see you don't see as many McDonald's in the North Raleigh where they have Whole Foods and all those nice restaurants compared to if you go to like poor parts of the city they have mcdonald's as many mcdonald's as you want they have burger they have all this stuff and it shows in like who they want to eat what and you know what i mean i think it also um sort of relates to education about it too Mm -hmm. like um those who aren't as educated about looking at the nutrition facts, just mm-hmm. nutrition in general, how to yeah. eat healthy, healthier alternatives, mm-hmm. they're they're probably the ones more likely to go down the road to McDonald's, get something yeah. rather than go to Whole Foods. And also, like like I was saying before, it's like farther away. So I don't know anybody who would travel more than like 20 minutes to go to a grocery store. So Yeah, like I love Wegmans, but Wegmans, if Wegmans was, was 30 minutes away, I would not be going. Like, <laughs> and Yeah, that's true. Going off of that, like, um, most of these low-income areas are also called, like, food deserts, where they yeah, only have those, yeah. like, little, like, mini markets mm-hmm. or, like, something where, like, the price of eggs is, like, $2 more than it would be at, like, Food Lion or, like, Harris Teeter or something. Mm-hmm. And they don't bring a lot of, like, big grocery stores, even if it's it's not, like, the Whole Foods or anything, but they don't even bring, like, just general grocery stores mm-hmm. into those areas, like, forcing people to have to pay, like, $2 more for milk. And so they're going to just go to the fast food instead of having to pay, like, the extra high prices. Just for something fresh. Like, I 
like my mom we we got pomegranates the other day and I was like pomegranates okay like it was fine like I like pomegranates <laughs> too but I was like okay cool that's fine but like if you go into an, another low income area they're not gonna have pomegranates they're not gonna have fresh pomegranates you can just get because I don't know if pomegranates are in season or not so you can tell me a fact check me on that but it's I don't know it's it, like the access that we have I love that we have access to just try new fruits try new stuff try but a lot of people they're just like oh they don't have apples I guess we're not having fruit you know like and that's yeah. frustrating mm-hmm. You know, and we I, I know even our school, like uh, we have a lot of stuff at our school where people can get more access to food to get. And like a lot of parts of the community do that. But a lot of people aren't seeing the clear issues to when they because when they go shopping, they don't think they're like, oh, no, I always got a food. I always know there's a whole foods. Or like like I've, I've been like I go to Food Lion and I've had friends where they're like Food Lion, Food Lion. I've told Food Lion is like nasty. Food Lion's dirty. Or like I go to Walmart, like I go to Walmart because Walmart and Food Lion are up at my house and they have food. Like I, like I go because <laughs> there's food. And they've been like, I told like Walmart's dirty, told, like Food Lion's dirty, and I'm like that. The fact that you were told that shows like the viewpoint. But people they go to Whole Foods, they go to Publix, they go to Harris Teeter, and those places I I go to those places sometimes too. But it's just more affordable to go to Food Lion. It's more affordable to go, and like the stigma also helps separate what. The, my main point is like the stigma between those places helps help helps food whole foods get more uh, a larger section of foods like and fruits and vegetables and like healthier stuff for um um healthier stuff for poor um healthiest not for poor people healthier stuff for people compared to i'm sorry compared to the cheaper stuff which they give to poor people and cheaper stuff is off, often not as healthy because you know what i mean it's easier to I'm already talking about it. You get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and yeah. literally, Food Lion, sometimes I'll go there and I'll literally see the exact same brands that I've seen at Whole Foods or Harris mm-hmm. Teeter. Yeah. Like, I was getting kombucha the other day because mm-hmm. I recently got my wisdom teeth out and I was on a lot of antibiotics. So I was like, <laughs> I need probiotics. <laughs> so, I went, so I went to Food Lion and I saw, like, the kombucha brand that I always get and I was like, wow, like, I literally saw this at Whole Foods, but people still, like, try to have the stigma around Food Lion, how it's, like, yeah. not as quality, blah, 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 when they have the exact same brand for probably, like, $2 cheaper. And speaking on food quality, a big thing that I, I think people see is, like, the presentation of the food. Like, if you go... Like, this is, like, a thing that's proven. I, it's not proven, but, like, I'll explain. I'll explain. So if you go, for example, to... Food, I'll do Food Line, for example. So we, we're talking about Food Line. And they have a selection of apples. They have a bunch of apples. You're more likely to get one in... in, in instead of them having only one apple. They just have one apple. They're going to be like, oh, the apple's dirty because we assume the negative. And I'm not saying the apple is clear. I'm not saying the apple's dirty. But people are more, you're more likely to go, there's a whole sea of apples to get one. And that leads to a lot of food waste, which is one of the biggest problems I know that we have here is that a lot of food, I think it's one third of food that that we buy goes uneaten or goes unused. And like imagining, and like I've seen whole uh, like dumps areas. I think it's like, like, I forgot, like, yeah, like, you know where they put the trash. All of that lives in like all areas where it's just fresh produce, where it's like lettuce, spinach, tomato, tomato like all the food that just goes to waste because people don't people don't want to eat it, and or people think it's dirty. Other people think the food's yeah. wrong. Or there's like a thing where they uh, where instead of donating that food, they're just like, oh, we can't we can't donate it to homeless shelters because we get sued, even though it's not true. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's there's actually two points I have to make. So first, 
it's sort of about like throwing away foods. Have you guys seen like that Dunkin' Donuts thing? Um, about how Dunkin' Donuts literally throws away all their donuts. Yes, at the end of the I day. have not that seen that. Crazy. But that yeah, is crazy. You can like go up to the window like right before they close and like ask for donuts and they'll give you like a whole trash. Yeah, bag literally, full of they'll it. give you a lot of donuts. Which is ridiculous. But, yeah, but wow. they literally throw them away for the same reason you were mentioning earlier. How Wait, do you work there? I don't. One of my oh, friends. Oh, I thought you said. I thought you said we throw them away. I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. No. Um. Uh, a few of my friends have worked there before, and they were mm-hmm. telling me about it. And like, I remember I went. I literally went one time before closing. Just uh, my friend wanted to get a donut, and then they were like, "Oh, you guys can just have this whole dozen." And we were like, "Wow, we're in luck." <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it's literally it's kind of a problem too because they're like wasting a lot of food, and I get that. Um, I really I understand how like um they don't want to give it to homeless people because they sue it. But at the same time, I don't understand, you know? Like, but that's also not, it's like not a true. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I, I, I think they don't give it to them just because um, the Dunkins have, I mean, sorry, the donuts have been out all day. And that's like, true. they're that's like, reason. Exp- they might expire. But the thing is that whenever I go to Dunkin' Donuts, get like a dozen, like it's sitting on our counter for at least two or three days before all of them mm-hmm. are eaten. So, I still don't understand that point, really. And, like, low-income and homeless people, they love donuts, too. Like, you can give, like, I don't know. It, um, like, that's concerning. Like, I didn't I didn't know that happened, but that's insane that mm-hmm. they throw away that much food. Like, and, cause just because that food can go to waste, and those people who need it, there's people who are like, oh, yeah, I didn't have anything to eat today. And I'm not saying donuts should be the meal, but yeah, that's I the think... places throw a lot of, I, I, I worked um, at uh, Dairy Queen for a while, and we would it, we didn't have a lot of food, um, but we 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 had I remember we just had a group of chicken dinners. We threw it away, and they just threw it away because they were just like, and I couldn't take it home. I was like, can we take that? You know what I mean? And I've seen some people where they they're like, oh wait, we can take it home because I work at Chick Fil A, and they let me take the food home, and that's yeah. great. I love that. But more places, I think more places should either let employees take it home or donate the food because it's it'll be a lot. Like I I think it was at least like forty. Or there was a lot of food that just in the trash. Like just how you said. They're just like, you guys have a whole dozen. 40, 40 t- chicken tenders can feed a lot of, that's well, that's, that's 10 yeah. people. That's like three, four families. That's a good amount of, you know what I mean? And instead of letting yeah, that think, go to waste. Yeah, that, um, I would say any food is better than no food. Right? Yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know we're talking about fast food, how fast food isn't healthy, but these people aren't getting any food. These people are like food insecure. So, and I think the same thing should go for the grocery stores that throw away pounds of food at the end of the day because no one gets it. And I think we also need to think, as consumers, I'm not saying we're the we're the problem, but we need to think about how we see one apple and we're like, oh, the apple has to be dirty, or the apple, there's nothing wrong with it. That's why no one chose it. Like sometimes apples, are just apples, like there's apples that are left on the ground to de- like peaches because they don't meet the standard of like a peach that looks desirable because people think it looks dirty, so it is dirty. Or think it looks wrong, like this peach looks wrong. I don't want it, even though it's still a peach. It still tastes good, you know? Yeah. Also, um, I think my other I was gonna say my other point earlier, but I forgot. But it was sort of related to that um, presentation of the food thing mm-hmm. you're mentioning. I think even when it's like on your plate, I think presentation matters a lot. It can, um, I guess, like it can make you ap- uh, like want to eat the food or not want to eat the food. Mm-hmm. But I also think that sort of plays into what people consider healthy, what people consider unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like I think people they automatically if they see like any lettuce, any like spinach, they're like, oh, this is healthy automatically. Yeah. Even though those certain items of the food might be healthy, the food itself might not be healthy. And I I think I was like asking some of my friends earlier, like I like most of them, I make most of my meals um at home like by myself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I have like a pretty good idea of like what goes into my body, like of what I eat. So I was asking some of my friends like 
what do they consider healthy? Like, what do they consider healthy? What do they consider unhealthy, right? And if you ask a lot of people who may not have the right education or may be unaware, they'll probably say that when, when they when you ask them what's healthy, they'll probably say, like, a salad, for example. Yeah. That's, like, the go-to answer, a salad. Uh-huh. But two things about that. First of all, a salad can is always can so, sorry a salad can sometimes not be healthy like the dressing if you, if you pour heaps of dressing that's people be added. Du- well i'm not gonna lie i'll be dumping it i'm not gonna say people i'll be ranch. dumping it, it, it ranch, ranch is good i stand Thousand by it it's island. good <laughs> island Italian. yeah the salad this yeah. dressing is good but like if you just dump all of it and um the problem is like the problem is not eating the dressing itself it's thinking that the dressing is still healthy compared mm-hmm. to the um salad and also the ratios matter a lot too mm-hmm. like it's fine if you want to have some dressing i like chick-fil-a sauce i like different sauces like that too mm-hmm. i put it on my food but it's not like like drenched in my food or anything like that mm-hmm. but um i definitely would say that the ratios matter a lot and i think that plays a big role into how people perceive themselves and their body like they'll be like oh i'm eating all this healthy food but i'm not losing any weight or i'm not like uh they don't see these physical benefits like things, small things like that may be why um, you don't have a the correct idea, correct notion of what exactly you're eating and how healthy it really is. Mm-hmm. And also, like eating healthy or people that work out a lot, it's like seen as like, oh, like chicken, rice, like spinach. That should be my meal. Yeah. Like some vegetables, some like this plain grilled chicken. But that is, like, not true at all. That's a stigma that I kind of wanted to talk about, too. Mm-hmm. You can make, like, so many like meals that are just like rich in flavor that shouldn't like taste like just bland gross food that Mm -hmm. you're just trying to get protein from Mm -hmm. like there's this salad that i've been into recently that's like spinach feta cheese strawberries um strawberries are fire pecans and then it has like a balsamic that i like make homemade and it's only like a few ingredients so Mm -hmm. it's not like a ton of money to buy all these extra things but it's just like a really simple salad, but it still has like, it has the cheese, which gives you a little. Jesus fire. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm gives just you a little it. touch. It has some strawberries, which gives you like fruit. The spinach is like probably the best salad leaf you can have, like spinach or kale. Iceberg lettuce. I think is... kale's disgusting. I'm sorry. Nothing <laughs> we're talking about. Kale is Iceberg... so gross. All Iceberg right. lettuce yeah. is good, but it's also just like all water. Like spinach and kale and like the dark leafy greens have like probably the most nutrients. Yeah. I'm kind of going to like a lesson here, but <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> think... that's not what I'm trying to do. Well, I was just trying to give a salad recommendation, but I think that the preconceived notion that you only can eat like chicken and rice and like this just like high protein food and just make it like really simple to like work out and like all do all this stuff is like not true at all. You can yeah, like mix I, up your meals and like and there's multiple ways to be healthy. Yeah, I definitely yes. agree. Yeah, healthy al- healthier alternatives need to be spoken more about definitely cuz um I think the just the general idea when you think of healthy food is like disgusting, honestly. When you think <sighs> yeah. of it a lot for a lot of people at least, they'll be like, "Oh, I'd rather have like I don't know, some maybe some fast food or it's just some food from a restaurant or something like that." Yeah. And it's also like okay to have a cheat day once in a while yeah. or like feel like indulge in a little bit like you don't have to feel bad about yourself for like missing a meal that's not not that healthy like today I was like I was having like applesauce and avocado for lunch and then I had a pop-tart right after and I was like oh I was doing (laughs) so good but the pop-tart was so good and Mm -hmm. I was like okay I shouldn't feel bad like 
Yeah. I'm still like fueling my body. Yeah. Like I can eat what I want. Yeah, I think a lot of people um also maybe struggling with the idea of like trying to stick to eating healthy and purely healthy that I feel like it's like sort of um I don't know the right word for it, but like all people just want to stick to being healthy and like don't understand like the emotional physical implications it can have. Like it's a, like like you were saying, Sophie, it's okay to have like a cheat day, have a cheat meal, have a cheat snack. Um, I think those things are really important, especially for like your mental health and being able to like sort of learn to actually have a good relationship with food, learn to enjoy food mm-hmm. and learn uh, learn to enjoy these healthy alternatives, maybe cooking too, rather than just being like, oh, I'm gonna, I want to be like, oh, big and strong. Or I want to, I want to like not have, I want to like lose weight, something like that. It's really important to have these cheat meals and cheat snacks and things like that just to help with your relationship with food yeah, I completely ag- <laughs> going back to my food account like that's part of the reason also why i just wanted to make it to just like inspire other people to like enjoy food the way i do and like get the same like satisfaction from like trying these new places i know for me like for me uh a big thing with eating for me would be like body image it wasn't i don't feel like it wasn't too a uh, extremely bad extent but like i'd be like or my mom would also say like you don't want to my mom's like you and i don't eat the healthiest i'm not gonna lie but my mom will will like portray me eating these bad things as like every once in a while or to a certain extent as like bad like i for, for me i don't really eat candy as much like i um that's not like i feel like i used like for me that used to be gummy bag uh, gummy mm, a bag of gummy bears every single day boom every single day no matter what <laughs> like what um, kind of gummy bears though? I am a Haribo, Haribo person. I have to. Haribo is fire. Ooh, yeah. And um, I like it was so it was at a point where I was like I need new ones. I got, I'm tired of these. And I I would I, would, I remember I found the, the all it was at the Scandi store. They have this all watermelon bag. That's not the point of conversation. But it was so good. Y'all need to try the it, yeah. Shout out to Haribo the watermelon <laughs> ones. Those are fire. But and also the, they had a green apple ones the too. The cola ones. The cola those ones are, are like insane. Low key good. I yeah, love insane. those. And they're little shaped in the bottom. And I like, like them if you freeze them up. Freeze them a little bit. It's fire. <laughs> no, 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 no. You put them in the refrigerator for like, you let them firm up. They're so much better. They're so good. Um, like, trust me. Like, I'm telling you right now. But I remember I would be like, oh my God, I'm. And like, it would mess with like my image of my body. And I know, like, I'm a very skinny person, but it would mess. I would be like, oh, I look, I don't look good. Or, I, you know what I mean? And I know that's a common thing with a lot, especially with a lot of like young people with like the image that people portray on like on social media, on TikTok. It can hurt you a lot. And I know also a lot of people, as, as you were talking with people wanting to be big and swole, you can see people ha- who have like, b- who have body, who have like eating, like issues with their eating habits. They're like, no, I'm literally healthy. Like, but I have to eat grilled chicken. I have to eat these greens. I have to eat these things. And if I don't, then I'm like, like it's not a cheat. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's like, and so like, if you see The Rock's diet, The Rock's diet is insane. Yeah, like, I've, yeah and, I think I've seen he, it before. And he works out a lot. Wait, and it's, what is it? He, I it no, eats a I'm lot. Like, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, but it's like insane. Like I, I, the grilled chicken, it's like two pounds of grilled chicken and fish. And his cheat days, his cheat days is an entire box of cookies. And it's like the cookies are insane. And yeah. that, like, and that's good for, I'm glad that's good for like him, I guess. But that's that can't be good for the average person. And now everyone's The Rock. I'm not The Rock. I can't eat like The Rock because I, we are simply genuinely like I don't want to <laughs> sound like a joke, but we're built different, so I cannot eat the same <laughs> as him. Like, yeah, I um I feel like I've like I've like personally experienced that too. I want to say like when quarantine started, I was like there was like a lot of emotions going through my mind, and I was like not like my best self like mentally, physically, and things like that. 
So I was like, okay, maybe I should, like, do something to better my physical health. But it was honestly, like, the worst thing because, like, I was like, oh, I want abs. So I, like, I was literally, I think you guys definitely saw me before. I was definitely skinny before then, too. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to try to, like, lose weight to get abs, right? So I did cardio. I literally ate, like, literally, like, close to nothing. It was literally really bad for a good amount of time. And, um... I definitely just, just like, want to see abs. That was literally my own goal. I was sort of, like, stubborn in that sense. But, like, at some point, I sort of, like, realized what I was doing. I was doing way more harm than, like, actual good to my body. And I sort of started to, like, um, explore other avenues. I, like, ate more. I, like, started to, like, actually, like, weight lift instead of doing cardio all the time. And I've definitely seen, like, a change, um, like, physically and mentally. You know, you built. Y'all, y'all can see our mom. <laughs> our mom built. Like, it's crazy. It's wild. No, when you came back to – when I saw you for the first time after quarantine, I was like, wow, that's – you look so different. Like, I literally <laughs> didn't yeah, recognize you, you. It's, like, defined in his sweatshirt. Like, you can see it's insane. <laughs> yeah, it was just, uh, <laughs> like, an interesting um, change, I would say. Because, like, I feel like – other people obviously have like 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 you guys were just saying uh, like mentioned like how I changed physically, but I think mentally I changed more than ever. And that's what's I think that's more important. Like yeah. we lo- you look great, you look great, <laughs> but your mental state and that's like what we we care about more. Like yeah, no matter how you're oh um how you're built. But back to the to the rocks meal. I have he has four meal oh plans. I'm gonna gosh. only read, I'm gonna read out uh two of them, just two of them. <laughs> For meal one, it's a ten ounce steak, two cups of oatmeal, three egg whites, one whole egg. And one glass of watermelon juice. Watermelon juice? I've never <laughs> heard of that before. Neither, neither have I. Neither I have think I. it's just blended up watermelon And juice. then for another meal, I'm just doing meal two. Two serving chicken, two bell peppers, three cups of mushrooms, three cups of broccoli, and one protein shake. And we aren't seeing the food, but like I've seen, like I've seen it on his plate. It's like oh insane. Gosh. That does sound insane. And, but let me just yeah. let me just go off real quick. Mushrooms are so underrated. Mushrooms like are fire. if they're if they're made right and they have like the right seasoning and right sauce, they are so good. So one of my friends, so um, he's actually like like obsessed with mushrooms. It's actually crazy. <laughs> I think he <laughs> like um, collecting them, eating so them, growing mainly, them. It's like learning about them. Um, Sort of growing them. I think he has some mushrooms in his backyard, but also like eating them and stuff like that. He, I kid you not, he has a whole mushroom account. <laughs> I swear. I does um, he go to our school? Yeah, he does go to definitely our school. Definitely get him on the podcast. We're interesting. Have a interesting. Just yeah, he. Him. Um, I actually went to his house like a few weeks ago. Do we happen to know him? Um, I'm not sure if you guys know him or not. Okay. Um, I can let you guys know later. But um, I went to his house a few weeks ago, and like it was like towards the evening, and then. His parents were like, oh, like, like have some dinner. And, like, I like, kind of had to go. But um, I was like, oh, I'll have a little bit, I guess. Yeah, so um, I don't want to be rude. So I, like, went downstairs to his house, and his mom was making soup. And then I was like, oh, what kind of soup? And she was like, oh, it's just, like, the soup. And my friend was like, oh, uh, make sure you put these, like, mushrooms in it. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I have, like, I'm sort of neutral about mushrooms. I don't really have, like, a particular, like, like favoritism or, like... Um, I don't, it's not like I like, uh, don't like them, yeah. but, um, he like, it was like these mushrooms I've never seen before. I think they're called like chanterelle mushrooms. It was so interesting. So was it good? Yeah. The soup was really good. Actually. I really enjoyed you went, it. Yeah. It was good. No, it was, it was good. It was, it was good. Was, I was, really loved it. And I'm not <laughs> trying to be mean to his mom. So <laughs> I love this. soup. <laughs> no, it was, I, I kid you not. It was good. It was like, um, a lot of greens. It was pretty healthy. It looks, it seemed to be pretty healthy too. Um, but yeah, it was definitely interesting, and I think he wrote some of his college essays about mushrooms oh too. Actually, like some of his supplemental. This kid is dedicated. Wow. Yeah. No, I swear, I did not know the side of him actually. So, 
I love how he's a whole, a whole side of him is mushroom related. <laughs> like I've seen, I saw um, this lady on TikTok who I follow, who well, I don't follow her, but I've seen her stuff on my for you page so so often, and she comments on a bunch of celebrities' posts. So I like see her comment, and I like check. I checked out her page, and I saw, it. and she made this like saw chick. I think it was. Was it chicken of the woods? And she, it was it was like these like uh, mushrooms. Chicken and it of like, the woods. And she made it into like little chicken bites, and it looked like chicken. <laughs> and she said it's like chicken, and it was and it was it was great. And then she, um, I, I it wasn't her, but it was another person who, and they I think they're from um from NC too, mm-hmm. and they made and they got mushrooms. It's like the the type of mushroom that's mm-hmm. like steak, and when you it, it starts out kind of like a similar texture to like steak, and then after you grill it. It gets darker like meat, and it's it's really interesting. Cool. Speaking of disguising food, mm. you were talking about eggplant earlier. How you yeah. like those like eggplant mm. steaks yeah. or whatever. But eggplant is like the one food that I will not eat. <laughs> like my mom, like let me pick a food, and every year I can change it on my birthday if I want. But she says like this is the one food like that. If I make it, you don't have to eat it. Like the one food, and I was like eggplant. I cannot stand eggplant. She'll make eggplant parmesan. She'll like try to put some like cheese on it. Try to like make it fancy with like sauce. To my eggplant and I fans, just, like, gag. I, I'm disgusting. here for you. I see you. I hear you. Do not listen to Sophia's hate. Eggplant is fire. <laughs> you will never see the day where I post about eggplant on my food Instagram. Sorry. You, you want to make a bet? You, guys, we're gonna, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Sorry. I'm, I'm gonna make eggplant for Sophia, and then she's gonna be. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be amazing. Eggplant is so good. It's not always good. There are times where I'm like, mm. but like, if it's made <laughs> right and seasoned right, my mom made eggplant parmesan. I was like, literally, I, we're getting another eggplant like right now. Like it was so good. And I don't like leftovers, but I ate those leftovers. Like it was <laughs> so good. Yeah, I think I've only had eggplant like a handful of times in my life, to be honest. But like, my mom makes it in this one like Indian dish. To be honest, I don't know what it's called, but I've had it with like um like this like bread um like sort of like naan, mm-hmm. but um it wasn't that bad to be honest. It was not bad. It wasn't like my mom's cooking is bad. It's just like the dish itself is like. Oh, I don't know. It's like it, it's okay, but like eggplant was like it was mid, definitely. It was, but um, it was mid. Yeah. Oh my god, love the I love the use of the word mid. I know it has nothing to, nothing to do with food, nothing to do with anything. But I've just noticed with my friends, like um, one of my friends I was texting, like my friend literally was like, I don't think these pictures are mid. Like, like my like it's just a nice thing that everyone's just. You know what I mean? And you can apply it to like any situation. Like, you can with be Eternals, like, oh, yeah. people are calling Eternals Midternals. It was just, I just love that. <laughs> people calling Taylor Swift, no, also Swifties, we, we, we love Taylor, we love Taylor. But they were calling her Midler Swift, literally was so funny. Like, Midler Swift, and like that, like, like, that's just like the creativity. I just love that. I love that. She you know? came out with like a latte at Starbucks and mm-hmm. that looked mid. It did not <laughs> look good. <laughs> it was like, it was like caramel, like, it was like some like skim latte caramel thing. You and said it looked. It just like <laughs> didn't look that great. I mean, I was expecting more from her, honestly. Wait, especially do you... after like the holiday drop from Starbucks. Yeah. I was mm. expecting like some like really cool drink, but it was like. By the way, guys, that's mid. Sophia's opinion. I don't know what it tastes like, and I do not think it was mid. I have not <laughs> so, tried uh, it. Kareem is but... protecting himself. I'm protecting right myself. <laughs> protecting the podcast. Us at the trench. We love Taylor Swift. And yes. we, wait, no, the, people are gonna like come for me now. They're gonna be like, Sophia hates Taylor Swift, even that, though I love Taylor Swift. Been to three of her concerts, by the way. Red 1989 and Sophia, can you name 10 songs right now? <laughs> 10 <laughs> Taylor Swift songs. Fearless, All Too Well, Enchanted. Fearless can't count because it's literally an album. Fearless is an album, it cannot count. Treacherous, King of My Heart. 
Wait, are you naming Dancing albums with or our songs? Hands tied. songs? I love how you don't even know if they're don't, albums or not. Don't. Um. <laughs> All right, Sophia, you're stuck on. Is that like five? Mine, or mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Willow and Champagne Problems. Champagne. That's a good one. Uh, mine for me. Uh, it just favorite. like no, I know so many of her songs, but they all just like left my mind. I promise, I love Taylor Swift. I only, um, I only listen to her. Uh, I only, I've only listened to her mainstream songs, so I literally did not know any of those songs that you just named. See, yeah, that's how you can tell. Song that I like a lot. We gotta. Okay, so we're gonna wrap this up. I'm gonna end just saying that personally, I love Mean by Taylor Swift. It's an odd throw. It's not my favorite, but Mean is really good. I like her little little country accent. But um, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, on this episode of The Trench. Thank you so much to Sophia. Thank you, Sophia, for coming. Thank you for being... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm so honored to be the second guest. Of course, of course, of course. I had a great time. Of course. Um, Make sure you follow um, Sophia's food account. Say it again, Sophia. At Soph the Food Addict. Soph the Food Addict on Instagram. No, (laughs) S-O-P-H, the food addict. All one word, all lowercase. Remember that Sophia just misspelled her own name, but we're not talking, we're not not focused on that. Uh, Make sure you follow us on Instagram, um, at The Trench Podcast. Make sure you can, you can follow Armand and I. Um, It's in the bio of the account, so I don't, yeah. But (laughs) make, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, if you're watching on something else, and. We'll see you next time on The Trench with Armand and Kareem. We're out.